Welcome to the Fuck Saving Face podcast, where we're empowering mental and emotional health for Asian Americans and voices of color by breaking through taboo topics. Life may not always be pretty, but it is indeed beautiful. Make your story beautiful today. In case you're new to the show, my name is Judy Tsui, and I'm the founder of Wild Hearted Words. We are a strategic branding and content marketing agency, and we focus on working with female entrepreneurs of color to create sustainable six-figure success. If you'd like to experience what it's like to work with me, you can sign up for my latest masterclass that's available on my website at wildheartedwords.com forward slash shop. It's called Overcoming Challenges and Traumas Through Mindset Shifts and Manifestation. And when you sign up for the audio course that's about an hour, you'll also get a bonus PDF filled with incredible affirmations that you can practice every day to welcome in the life you'd like to have. For a limited time, the course is now only $19. Again, go to wildheartedwords.com forward slash shop. Now on to the episode. Hello, hello. We are at episode 102. Can you believe it? My daughter's currently at her soccer practice, which she has increasingly grown to love. In the beginning, she was frustrated because like me, she doesn't like learning how to do things in front of other people that she doesn't already know how to do and that she doesn't already know how to excel at. And this was something that I grew up with because I was taught to perform and I was taught to achieve perfection. And so, because I had rooted my identity so much in intelligence, then making mistakes was never accepted in my household. And it did not compute that that's how you learn. A lot of the times, the most valuable lessons that we learn come from the mistakes that we make. And so I thought it was something that was nurture, something I learned in my environment, but it could have also been something that was nature because this is something that my daughter has been like since she was very, very young. And I actively tried to encourage, you know, to make mistakes that this is how we learn. And yet I also know that by default, I have certain ways that I engage with the world that she, because she's a young little being and witnessing everything has probably seen how loudly my actions speak. And so in the beginning, when she started soccer, she did not love it. (laughs) And she picked it up pretty quickly. And then I also saw her hesitate. She wasn't really going after the ball. You know, she, she was kind of staying away from it. And then all of a sudden, last week, her coaches said something switched and it flipped and she went into this different mode and, you know, made a goal. And they were like, where has this player been all along? And I told her that when I was growing up, you know, sports were not a thing in our Chinese household. We were not aware to participate in any sports. And so as I was in elementary school, I started realizing, hey, there's this thing called kickball and there's handball and tetherball and, you know, all these other things. We ended up playing Chinese jump rope as well, totally brought it into our Western elementary school. And it became the thing that everybody was doing at recess and at lunch. And I remember just jumping and being able to jump all the way to your neck height. Now, granted, we were all smaller, but still, that seems pretty impressive. So as she continued to, you know, evolve in her capabilities in this sport, I've started putting women's soccer on, you know, I've started learning the sport, I've loved watching her play. And I told her that 
I also didn't really know how to play sports before. And then somehow something clicked and it became something I loved. And so I was the one who was the girl playing basketball at lunch and at recess in junior high. And I was really great at defense. Or I was the one who was always pitching in softball and always pitching in kickball. And it just became something that I really, really enjoy. So it's been super fun to see her evolve and for her to tell me now how fun soccer is, how she was even thinking of having soccer as part of her birthday party coming up. And all of this is this beautifully organic way in which we are learning and growing together. She was in private school last year. She's in public school this year. So I've had to learn a lot of different things, racing around school, not really sure. And it's all okay. And I've been having so much fun. And today's mindfulness practice is about learning how to enjoy your life and have fun. Because in the last month alone, I've been asked to lead a seminar with the New York Public Library, which is so such a big deal for me. I interned in New York when I was in college at Berkeley and I remember walking by the library, seeing those lion statues. I just remember the Met and how important all of the arts and culture was. So to be able to be asked to speak and lead a seminar, and then also because I was found on LinkedIn, which I've been much more prominent in posting, taking the courses that they offer, and really finding that this is a platform that's right for me. Everything else I've been playing on, Instagram is a wonderful opportunity for me to share more of my personality and more of my life with my daughter. And so if you are an entrepreneur, it's so interesting and important for you to be curious and for you to test things out and to understand that failure is learning, you know, failing forward. And especially if you're building a personal brand, this is really important to figure out how to work in a way that works for you. A lot of my friends, mentors, you know, they'll say, is this like the social media, Judy, or is this the real Judy. And I really tried to be as aligned as possible and as authentic as possible. Obviously, there are certain things that I'm going to be working out in my personal and private life that I will not share until I'm ready to, if I want to, in a more public space. However, everything that I'm sharing is an example of you know where I am and what I've been able to cultivate and create. So I wanted to share something that I wrote recently. Because if you find yourself going through a hard time, if you're looking to evolve in your career, if you're looking to create your own personal brand, if you want to get rid of limiting beliefs, negative thoughts, you know, all of these, all of the baggage that you may be carrying that's not who you are and who you want to be, then there's so many ways in which we can work together. And if that sounds aligned to you, I encourage you to reach out to me. One of the most exciting things that I'm announcing here first is that I would love to have you reach out to me if you want to be someone who I bring on the show to do a 30-minute intuitive clarity session where I bring in neuro-linguistic programming techniques that my clients have gotten phenomenal results with, where they're just so aware of how easeful life has been for them, how transformational things are, but in a very calm and easy way where they don't feel so activated, so charged. So they just are so proud of themselves that they're showing up differently and they're showing up differently with ease. And so the results that I'm getting, I want to showcase and share with other people what those techniques are, how that actually works. And I also want to give back. So I know that 
you know, with the rates and prices that I charge, they are what I want to cultivate for the life for myself and my daughter, as well as for the decades of personal lived experience and everything that I've invested in learning and growing and putting that out forward. And that's not going to be in everybody's budget. So if that's not in your budget and you're curious about the work that I do, then I'd love for you to consider hopping onto the show where we will do a complimentary session and in exchange, it will be an opportunity for other people to hear what these processes are like. You know, we can make it anonymous so that people won't know who this is. And I just want to peel back the curtain and I want other people to see that this work isn't mysterious or elusive, that it's actually for someone like me who is both strategic and creative, that it makes a lot of sense. And that the results that I've found have been so profound in my own life that this is why I'm bringing it forward to other people. So, you know, this last weekend, I've actually been back to LA two weekends in a row, bringing my daughter back because the time that I spend with my family now is so much more enjoyable. My dad was actually singing this last time that we were home. It was just me and him at home. My sister had taken my daughter out to lunch. My mom had gone out to church with her friends. And my dad was in the middle of making buns and, you know, just preparing food as food is his love language. And I was getting ready to go meet with one of my newest clients who I just adore. So, as I was moving about the house, getting ready, I just heard my dad singing to himself and it was just such a lovely experience. And I, I wanted to record it because it was just such a sweet moment. And so I'm excited to go home these days. And this is a profound shift from the way that I even felt three months ago, four months ago. And that was the result of the work that I did with NLP. So I also want to share with you that the best part about this life that I'm creating is that every day I get a step closer to everything I want to be doing and being. So me in 2018 was realizing that I needed to get divorced. I had loads of debt. I was alone and scared. I was living internationally and I needed to set up a life from scratch in the United States. I had few career prospects. I was worried about what the future would hold for my daughter. And I didn't want people to hug me because my body was so frail, it would throw out my neck and my shoulders. Me, in 2023, I'm happily in a healthy relationship. We actually just bought tickets to go to Oaxaca in November. And that's going to follow the trip that I'm taking my daughter to Hawaii for her fall break in October. I'm debt-free and my savings and investments are continually being replenished. I have an epic community of surf mamas. I own a thriving branding and content marketing agency with a team of writers and designers. And I'm one of 50 women entrepreneurs around the country who've been selected as the 2023 Tory Burch Foundation Fellow. My daughter is thriving, as I talked about at the beginning of this episode. And I'm physically and mentally stronger than I've ever been in my life. I've had people remark about you know, my physique lately. And like, you know, they were saying that my arms, they were very much admiring it, which I'm very grateful for. These days, I'm leaning more into coaching highly sensitive, creative driven women seeking to make an impact on the world. And in the past few weeks, I've led multiple clients through a powerful mental and emotional release technique that has created profound results. In just one day, I got epic emails and texts from multiple clients who felt compelled to share the remarkable transformations they were seeing in their lives. And here's what one client shared with me. 
I experienced a powerful breakthrough session with Judy. Judy held amazing space for me without judgment so I could share openly and get help for some compulsive behaviors I've struggled with my entire life. Not only did Judy help me uncover a core belief that was creating my issues, which in and of itself was really powerful, Judy also supported me in releasing subconscious beliefs and negative emotions that weren't serving me. Since my session with Judy, I've had so much more love and compassion for myself, and I've been successful in changing my compulsive behaviors. Judy is an amazing coach and practitioner. Thank you, Judy. And this is from Astra. So if you're looking for results like that, send me an email, judy at wildheartedwords.com, and tell me a little bit about yourself and what it is that you're looking for, and I will respond and see if it's a right fit for you to either come on the show and receive a complimentary session, or if there are other ways that you want to work together to truly create the life that you want to be creating. So for today's mindfulness practice, this is about... Allowing yourself to make mistakes, allowing for things to be imperfect, even as I'm recording this right now, there's someone outside drilling, (laughs) and that you can have fun with life. One of the things that I've been posting a lot more about on LinkedIn is to go at your own pace, your own optimal rate of success, which is often slower than you would like it to be. And I think the rush to get to a certain place is us learning how to navigate the discomfort because it's uncomfortable to be in the unknown. And so we want to get away from that and get to the next step or that on the outside, everybody looks like they have made it. And so on the inside, why haven't I made it there yet? What's wrong with me? How has everybody else figured out what that thing is that it's just a rocket ship to success when we don't know all the ins and outs? We don't know the back end of what it took. We don't know what levers were pulled in their favor, what they were able to leverage. We're comparing our insides to someone else's outsides, which always, I don't know about you, but every time that I've ever compared myself, I just feel super crappy. It's never like I'm coming out in a winning situation. And there are plenty of people right now who are dealing with much harder things, but our viewpoint and our lens aren't going there. Just looking at what's happening in the world right now, there are profound shifts that are happening and people who are suffering and people who are going through monumental pain. So how can we in this moment honor where we are, be grateful for where we are, and find that optimal rate of success, which includes failure. It includes learning through making mistakes. One of my clients right now who I'm working with, she's very clear and very articulate about the things that she wants. And this is because she made mistakes along the way in her journey, letting other people tell her what they thought was right, who they thought she should be until she finally took the reins back and stood up for herself. This practice is for you to remind yourself of how much you've already done, who you already are, and that it will be an ever-unfolding journey and process, and that as you become the leader, the impactful human being, the parental figure, the partner, whoever it is that you want to be, that you have the skill sets within you. And by making small incremental changes that are sustainable, that help you feel alive and good in your heart and in your mind and in your body, that you can indeed create the shifts that you want to see. So finding a comfortable space. And maybe for you, that's out in nature. 
Maybe for you, that's going into your kid's room. For me, sometimes when my daughter is with her dad, I'll just go into her room and I'll soak up the energy. Maybe it's on your couch or in your bed. Maybe you're even listening to this while you're washing the dishes mindfully or in the shower. Wherever you are, however you can bring all of your awareness to this moment and allow for the noises that are around you, allow for the sensations that arise, allow for it all, letting these things come up because it's a beautiful reminder that you are ready to handle and process. If it's coming up in your awareness, it means that it's an opportunity to be celebrated you are ready to heal, to address, to look at these elements that maybe prior to this had felt too scary, too overwhelming, too much. And I invite you to connect to your breath, letting your breath be this beautiful thread that you will weave throughout this mindfulness practice. And if thoughts come through, coming back to your breath, If aches and pains come through, coming back to your breath and imagining that you're sending that breath to those spaces with compassion, acceptance, and love, allowing yourself to feel more expanded, to feel more of that ease, that gentleness, that restorativeness, and that release. Can you come back? to this moment where you are breathing and you are present and you are coming to this place of learning that you are where you are meant to be. That there are parts of you that feel behind, parts of you that feel like things are moving too quickly. And right here in this moment, as you're listening to this mindfulness practice, it is a reminder that you are precisely where you need to be, that you have worked so hard and that you can allow the fruits of your labor to sink in now, to come to you, the rewards that you have been seeking to just pause and be in stillness so that you can bring all of those efforts to the here and now and to revel for a moment, to celebrate for a moment you in all of your incredible accomplishments, be they big or small. Sometimes simply showing up is enough. Sometimes waking up and taking another step forward. Sometimes doing the hard thing and caring for those around you and then learning to care for yourself. All of that is enough. So continue to come back to your breath. Come back to your heart-centered space. My daughter listens to a podcast where they've rewritten fables and adapted them to modern times. And every now and again, I will hear in the podcast the term, Oh Great Spirit, from lineages all around the world, calling forward, 
Oh, great spirit. And every time I hear those words, I am reminded of the force, the universal, expansive, infinite force that is around us, operating every single second that we are alive. It has been operating from the beginning of time and ever after, this amazingly great spirit. So connecting to your own definition of what that is and seeing if there's something that you can offer to this great spirit to take for you. Is there a burden you've been carrying that you're ready to put down? Is there a wish or a hope that maybe you've been afraid to even ask for or acknowledge to yourself that you want? Is there some heartache, heartbreak that you would like to have healed? asking your version of the great spirit to please help you with this now. And I will be silent through a few cycles of breath for you to make that request now. And when you feel complete with the request, bringing your hands to your heart center, bowing your chin to your chest in a moment of gratitude for being, being grateful to yourself, being grateful to all the forces seen and unseen who have protected you and kept you safe even when you thought things were falling apart, that there are unending variables of how things could have turned out and that even when we think that they're hard, there could have been harder. Just the same as when we think that they're good, they could be better. And simply taking a moment to be grateful for what it is that we do have. And then from there, surrendering and releasing any pressures that you've been putting on yourself, any guilt or any shame, any feelings of failure, releasing that. And with every in-breath that you take from here until the end of this episode and maybe even throughout the rest of your day, letting your breath continue to be that thread that you weave, that you're inviting in more compassion, more love, more acceptance, more forgiveness, more surrender, more release, and letting in all of your light, letting yourself be that channel of all the light that surrounds you and giving yourself permission to shine in the world. When you're ready, loosening up the muscles in your face, turning the corners of your mouth up into a smile and gently floating your eyes open, coming back into whatever space that you're in. Thank you so much for joining me for today's practice. If you want to go deeper, 
you can go to wildheartedwords.com forward slash reality and get seven days of mindset shifts delivered directly to your inbox. It's completely free. It'll give you a sampling of how we can work together or how you can take all of the lessons that I've gone through and curated and cultivated and created and apply them into your own life and let yourself experience some profound shifts that can be so simple. These practices are designed so that you can do them in 10 minutes or less a day. I'm a busy divorced parent. I totally get it. And simply know that you're not alone. I started this podcast for that reason alone, so that everybody could know that they're not alone. And in a lot of what I share, I try to be as open and honest as possible because in being able to see someone else who's been where you've been, who's gotten to where you want to get to, who maybe is on a parallel journey with you, that you know that you're not weird or a misfit or just intolerable. Instead, you're you and you're human and you're wonderful. And I wish you the best week. Next week in our podcast episode, you will be able to hear my interview with a real life princess. Until then, have a wonderful day. Aloha. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to support me and this show, please go to iTunes and leave your review. It means so much to me and it'll help others find this podcast. I'll catch you in the next episode. And if you'd like to stay in touch between now and then, please visit wildheartedwords.com and sign up for my weekly newsletter. I've had people share with me that it's the best thing to arrive in their inbox all week. Aloha. Aloha.